Blah, 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 blah. All right, people, people, settle down. Okay, now, how many of you played musical instruments before? Do instruments of torture count? No. Is mayonnaise an instrument? No, Patrick, mayonnaise is not an instrument. Horseradish is not an <laughs> instrument either. Well, that's fine. No one has any experience. Fortunately, I have enough talent for all of you. <laughs> when do we get the free food? Okay, try to repeat after me. Beep, 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 beep. Breast section. Breast section, go. <laughs> now the winds. <laughs> Good. Now the winds. <laughs> and the and the drums. <laughs> Too bad that didn't kill me. That's it. That's all funny. right. That was great. I'm glad that we all got to chip in on that one, too. The uh, group effort on that quote. If you guys do not know where that lovely quote is from, that is SpongeBob. Is that Band Geeks? That is Band Geeks. Yes. Band Geeks. Yep. The, the end of SpongeBob. That is where Top it ended. Top 10 episode. Top That's 10. probably the number one episode. Yeah, most likely. Um, great episode. I think that's where SpongeBob ended. You know, like original SpongeBob. That is. The that was end. like the, like, the like finale of season opus. two. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was really inspirational. It came out right after a 9/11 too, and people mm. thought it was um, really inspira inspirational and saluted patriotic and and the troops. Hooray for the firemen! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, if we could pretend that Squidward was a policeman or a fireman. Is that why they had the guy go as like a plane, the flag twirler? No, 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 no. The flag twirler. They were uh, spinning him, and he's like, "Come on, flag twirler, spin, spin, spin." Was that why they crashed into so a fast. building? No, it was a blimp, and he blew up. Yeah. <laughs> the he just spinned it so fast. He took spinned off like it? a. Yeah, he spinned it so fast that he took off like a helicopter. It was like. What did he and then, spun? Like, what? No, he spinned it. He spinned. Spinach. Okay, just checking. Spinach? All right. Well, I went to spinach class. Miss Ash, he spinned his his flag too fast and took off. He spinned. Welcome to welcome back to another episode of Bump That Bump That episode fifty five. If you guys don't know who we are, we've got Brian in this corner. Correct. We've got Kate T in this corner. Spinned. <laughs> I was hoping you would say, why you? <laughs> and I'm Ileana, your host, and we are siblings who have a love of nerdy things and all things in that realm and decided to share it all with you on the internet. And here you are listening. Welcome. We've got quite a show for you guys tonight. <laughs> it's already testy. It's already really testy. No, it's going to be a heated one, I think. We've got some opinions out here. And also, it's going to be a fun one. Lighthearted, talking about, in the chunk, jackass. Whoa! Brown, 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 brown. But <laughs> we also just had a Nintendo Direct drop today at 5 o'clock on Wednesday. <sighs> so we've got some differing opinions, if you can't already tell. Um, so we'll be talking about that right before the chunk. But before that, we've got some news. 
National Treasure Series National Treasure Series coming to Disney Plus. Are we interested? Catherine Zeta Jones has a starring role, possible villain. So, um, if you guys are fans of the Nicolas Cage movies that came out in the early 2000s, a few of you guys are. I think they're pretty decent. But uh, you're going to have a whole new show about a group of adventurers looking for treasure. And uh, our girl, Catherine Zeta-Jones, um, is going to be a villain. And I think she'd probably do fine at that. So I think it's uh, I think people are really looking for like uh, Indiana Jones-esque adventures and uncharted all that i think you know it's coming to disney plus and it's a series that's interesting wonder how they're what are they going to do what's going to be different so the synopsis you've got there um the series focuses on a young heroine a brilliant and resourceful young woman who embarks on the adventure of a lifetime because what adventure isn't one of a lifetime it's not the adventure of a day or a week. No, the adventure of a lifetime to uncover the truth about her family's mysterious past and save a lost Pan American treasure. So a lost it'll be panda? like Dor it'll be like Dora the Explorer, except with Catherine Zeta Jones. Alright. Is this what people want though? Who's who's I don't know. Who's excited for this type of thing? Catherine Zeta Jones as Dora. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And this monkey as yeah, it's yeah, it's got an audience. People that love those swashbuckling adventure films, the pirates movies, the Indiana Joneses, the Uncharted's, all that kind of stuff. People that love that. There's yeah, uh, and it'll probably be somewhat family friendly, so families can watch and yeah. probably no Nazis or anything, but you know that's fine. There had better not be any Nazis. No, not like pro-Nazis, but like <laughs> no, Nazi I know, villains. Like Indiana, yeah, still. No, Crystal Skull. Any, any Indiana Such Jones movie. Such a good movie. Oh, my gosh. The fourth one? You, you... Yeah, probably one of the best movies ever made of all time. Refer to our past episode on Indiana Jones where I burst a blood vessel in my forehead. <laughs> I'm about to burst one right now. Uh, <laughs> moving on, we've got Magic Mike 3. You know, I forgot there was a second one. <laughs> Rumored and with Matthew Yeah, Magic Mike XXL. With well, you Channing would know, Pink. <laughs> with Channing Tatum to return again. So we've got both leads coming back for a third film. I mean, why not? Mm, yes, count you know, me in. You know, I saw the first one, <laughs> and it is so dumb. Is it? It is. It is absolutely so stupid. Um, and and not to be gross or anything, but even like the scenes that were in the club, those were dumb too. They Maybe weren't I just don't like, like they're that, supposed but... to be raunchy, but it's like. Like not a good raunchy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it does. I don't You're know. like it embarrassed just... raunchy, like no, not e- like like cheesy, cringy, or something. Like I'm supposed to really be like, oh my god. Well, they were yeah, they were <laughs> looking for a reaction, but I was like, okay, this like... ain't doing it for me. <laughs> no. I got a Wesley. Okay, yeah. you're done. <laughs> 
But um, I don't know. But when it comes to the actual story, the first one was really dumb. It was really stupid. I haven't um, seen any I'm sure, of them. I'm sure there are a lot of people that would be like, oh, but it's a story about a guy that's trying to find himself. And what if to they, take him out of they were like, let's go in a different direction. Let's see. We got Matthew McConaughey and Channing Tatum. What if we got Josh Gad? And oh, he's trying Lord. to become... And so they got to whip him into shape. Yeah, Chip and Dale. Kind of like the old Chris Farley, Patrick Swayze, Saturday Night Live oh, skit. Oh, yeah. You know, and so they're trying to train Josh Gad to be like... Well, then it would be more a know. comedy. Cause and it, I'd see that. That's hilarious. Because the, pa- the, the other two are not comedies, per no, se. They're, they're supposed to be they're, taken they're seriously. Dramas. Yeah. They're, they're mostly so if dramas. They, if they made the third one a comedy, it'd be like watching 21 Jump Street or something. Yeah. I don't know. And, Jonah and sure, Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. And I'm sure at this point, uh, Channing Tatum, you know, he's not as much of a beefcake as he was before. You know, well, he's still a beefcake, but that that cake still is. is looking a little. Well, even sure now, I think age. he's more of a meme than like a, an icon, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you know, you remember whenever he did that SNL? I think it was SNL or maybe a Jimmy Kimmel or something when he dressed up as Beyonce and you know. Dr- like did the whole set on stage singing her was in a black dress and black boots had the wig oh man that was great so i think now he's more of like and he's also been in comedies before so i think he's more of a meme and less taken seriously in something like that i don't know that's that's my and it's funny because um channing tatum is doing a movie with sandra bullock um the lost kingdom or some Mm. crappy title like that um check out the trailer this movie is complete garbage it's like for grandmas literally and Channing Tatum throughout the whole movie is like just riffing on himself making fun of himself throughout the whole time for being just like a like a dumb guy just mm-hmm. with a great body you know but um I don't know I, I mean he's a good actor though he's done some good stuff too though so well there you have it uh, the next one on the list is Death on the Nile, finally getting released after COVID delays and the Army Hammer. Is that it? Army Hammer? Debacle. Yeah. What is this? I actually don't okay, know what this one is. Okay, so um, Kenneth Branagh, uh, the director of Death on the Nile, he did Murder on the Orient Express that came out a few years <gasps> yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that was really well received. That's um, Was it? This is the se- yeah, this is the sequel to I that. I didn't hear anybody um, talk about that. Yeah. Maybe I um, missed it. It's the the Hercule Poirot mysteries. Mm-hmm. Those were famous Agatha Christie books, and they were, it was a big time show on BBC. Poirot, the, the he's like a Sherlock Holmes guy, Sherlock Holmes guy with the funny mustache. Anyways, Death on the Nile finally getting released um, with Gal Gadot in it. Um, oh, I did see commercials for that. Yep. Yeah. So the movie looks really good. But it has Army Hammer in it, and if you guys don't know, Army Hammer is a freak who is uh, just gotten into some really weird stuff. Um, shall we say we don't want to get into it because it's some really freaky deaky stuff. Anyways, they they had they were the studio was like, oh, how are we gonna sell this movie? Our lead actor in the film is you know a creep, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but um, I think they're trying to figure out a way to just keep him like minimized. While I mean, it's a Still big, the big motion picture, so yeah. But uh, it looks good though, you know. Yeah. You know who's also like in some hot water right now? 
is um, Aquafina. Did you see that? Yeah, that's garbage. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I. It's just people just get ridiculous too much. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like everybody's kind of in their feelings with that one. They're like, let Aquafina do her thing. She's great. Mm-hmm. She's funny. She's really cool. Let her do her thing. Yeah. You know. So what if she likes hip hop culture? It's. I mean. And it's not like really... she was trying to. Um, degrade it so to speak yeah you know so i don't know that's a whole other one all right gta 6 officially announced they're on six why why do i feel like they should be on 20 by now those are such (laughs) because those those games are masterpieces okay they don't look like they were made 20 years ago all right but it takes a long time to make them but they're worth yeah you're saying wait. it could be definitely another three to four years before we even see the game so you we've got Absolutely. it announced but it won't be an, uh, d- delivered or whatever i remember like when red dead came out the red dead 2 we saw like a teaser trailer of it and i mean the game almost looked like finish but they were like hold on we want to make sure this thing is legit ready for you folks out there. Yeah. So it was like a whole another year and a half before that game actually came out. It was unbelievable what a wait that was. But at the end of the day, it was worth it. GTA Five was worth it because that game's been around since 2013, and it's still a top 10 game. GTA you know, It's 5? one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah, that game came out 2013, right? Oh, my gosh. Almost yeah, 10 years? Sheesh. Yes. And that game just... And they're still waiting for another three to four years before they release this one? Well, because that game just did bonkers money. So, what's it going to look like then, graphics-wise? It better be looking, like, ten times better than what Cyberpunk was supposed to look like. I think so. Do you feel me? I think... I feel like these guys, they they take their time and they don't want to have bu- the bugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that they released um, the Grand Theft Auto trilogy recently, and that had a lot of bugs. So I think that they had a lot of backlash. They don't want to have but, a but, what is that fallout? But the, yeah, but for the most part, the studio Rocks Rockstar Studios puts out quality games with very few glitches and. You know, mishaps. So I mean, whenever that game comes out, it's gonna, it's gonna do unbelievable business that Hollywood can't fathom a- anything. Yeah, Netflix can't handle because it's uh, Grand Theft Auto Five is like the biggest selling entertainment vehicle of all time. Okay, it's made more money than half the countries in Africa. So. Sheesh. Put it better together. be. It better be a good one then. Bump that will be there in the three, three to four <laughs> years until we see the game come out, and then Brian can review it for us. But speaking of a review, we have some things to talk about Arceus again. Katie, would you like to share now that you've gotten further in the game? Um, just a little further, to be honest. Um, this is gonna be lame but I really am trying to uh, finish Persona 5 Strikers um, because I, from what I hear from all over the place, Arceus is addicting. 
and and from what I've played so far, there's just so much content right out the gate. Um, with each Pokemon that you capture, or each type of Pokemon, um, we'll say let's let's say you caught a Wingull. I don't even know if that's a, a a type you can capture in this game, but let's say you caught a Wingull. With that Wingull, you can ha- you can do one, two, three, four items with it, and within those items, you can do those items like twenty times and get rewards from that. Oh, and, like oh, uh, you mean up. getting your Pokedex filled out? Yeah, and and not just that, like you know, doing it over and over that gets you um, higher rankings. Yeah, um, you know, because you're you're in a no. Spo- this isn't a spoiler, but uh, you are in the um, Survey Corps, which is hilarious because that's like, oh, when did we join? Um, Attack on Titans. Exactly. World. When did when did we join Attack on Titans? So. Um, with each Pokemon type that you catch, when, you, when you're trying to fill out your Pokedex, there's so much to do with just one Pokemon. And you want to do it, and you keep getting sidetracked into Well, even there's quests things. of people yeah. who are like, hey, can you complete this Pokemon's uh, Pokedex for me and let me look at it? It's like, when do you expect me to complete this? This is going to take forever. <laughs> yeah, and then on top of that, you have the regular side mission, side quests, on top of your regular quest. So I'm only about 10 hours max into this. And I am, like, nowhere near scratching the surface. Yeah, I, um, I feel the same. But it has been a much more enjoyable experience compared to Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield was my very first Pokemon game that I ever played. And I was sorely disappointed. And I wanted to be so excited. Um, because it was like, oh, this is the new one. This is the exciting one. And yet, it was so bland. The characters had zero feeling to them. None of the characters were memorable. The character, uh, not even the character animations, but like the Pokemon animations were bare bones. It looked like it was still being rigged and it was in the process of coming to completion, but nowhere near it. And the the slow burn of having to sit through every single cutscene of every possible thing they could imagine would need a cutscene was such a crawl. And it was agonizing sitting there being like, a, 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 bored <laughs> out of your mind. You're like, I'm going to take a nap right here just playing Pokemon. I'm bored out of my freaking mind. So for this game to be much more like player friendly in all right, we're going. This is fast-paced. You throw that Pokeball, you catch it. You're still moving. You're not even stopping to look if you caught it or not. We're still we're going away from it. Yeah, we're yeah. gone. We're on our next thing. We're picking berries out of this tree with another Pokeball, and we're still moving. So three different things are going on at once, and you're still moving in a direction. And that's what makes it so much more fun. And, and I like that you are more involved with your Pokemon. Um, I'm a little sad that um, it doesn't act like the Pokemon that you want. Say, say you have your starter and you want your starter to follow you, like outside of. A oh Pokemon. yeah, yeah. It it doesn't do that. Um, you know, I'm kind of depressed. I'm kind of sad about. Well, that. no. Speaking of interaction, so- Sword and Shield's interaction with your Pokemon was sitting at a camp with them, making them soup and throwing a ball. Or like wagging a feather in front of their face, and while I that was enjoyed that, while in that was way. entertaining for like the first few times, you never went back to it. You're like, okay, I 
saw it three times now I'm done and now yeah. with this it's like oh man I really want to level up my Pokemon I have a crap ton of them but gosh I want to level them up make a I want to mm-hmm. build a team this is very like involved. good at involved in building a strong team because I'll say while I'm not a very experienced Pokemon player and I'm still getting the hang of like what types can work well against other types I am like dying against some of the battles that I've been put in and I'm like my team is not strong enough so I'm going back into the wild area still trying to get their XP all the way up Mm -hmm. so and Um, then trying to you know find the Pokemon that work best for what situation now uh Ileana and I were talking uh just in person the other day and we agree that the one of the biggest biggest flaws in this game is the lack of sound effects from yes. the people, from the characters. And I noticed how dead it just feels when you see this character talking and you're reading all the text and it's just, all you hear is the music. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm playing Persona 5 Strikers right now and it is 90% dialogue but it's all voice acted mm-hmm. and it is like, why can't you, why and it, game Pokemon why can't is you a story driven game. There is a story to it. So it feels like there should at least be some type of like sound effect with it. Indie games who have zero budget at all. Like, or was that what I'm no. Yeah. They, their budget is $0. That's what I'm trying to say. Their budget is not, limitless they are very limited in their budget they are trying to use every dollar sparingly and yet they can still find the resources of getting voice actors to even mumble a sound you know just something doesn't need to be you know uh, a thought it doesn't need to be a sentence it could just be a oh just something to make it more lively yeah and And that would be my only qualm with it and like the you know popping in and out of the graphics but yeah and if they were trying to emulate uh monster hunter or uh breath of the wild which seems to be their inspirations you know at least even breath of the wild at the very least you'd get a ho ho or you know yeah "Mm, wow you know something like that but just to make it a little more personable yeah other than that though the game is addicting it's ooh, it's a good one yeah this is this is the pokemon game it was hard for me to put down the other night and i was like i thought man i I have to go to sleep i have to go to sleep turn this off come on man you play later it's it's very fun very addicting but we have to move on in more pokemon news we just had that direct all right there's going to be some battling out in here. Brian's- All right, I'm setting the timer for 10 minutes. Okay? Yeah, we we're not going to go, go any further, any further than, than the 10 minutes on this. So keep your right, thoughts starting quick and one, concise. Two, and, three, go. And I have made it a point to not get heated about this. I'm just going to state my opinion. Brian's going to state his. We're all just going to state our own humble opinion. And then Ileana is going to be in the middle. Yeah. Being, hey, 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 back off there, buddy. <laughs> so Katie, share. Okay, the very first thing to show up was, and and my, I got goosebumps on this just because only because I'm a fan girl for Fire Emblem, 
three houses. I've played it literally ten times. Um, She's not is, joking. I'm not joking. I've literally played it ten times. I love this game. But the game that they're coming out with is a Heroes game. Fire Emblem Heroes 3 Warriors. Hopes. A Warriors yeah, game. Sorry, not Heroes. Warriors. Fire Emblem Warriors 3 Hopes coming out on June 24th. Um, the Warriors game has a style to it where it's basically um, you just beat the hordes of people, of enemies. That beat the who? The hordes <laughs> of people that come your way. Um, but there also is a story that goes along with it. And the... Um, defining thing for Three Houses is its story. It's not the graphics because the graphics are terrible. I would be the first to say that. It looks awful. That game looks ugly. However, the story is so compelling. It is so good um, that, oh, I want this game so bad already, right off the bat, just for the story. So Fire Emblem Heroes. Any, or Warriors, sorry. I don't know why I wrote Heroes. Um, any comments on that one? No, when I saw it, I was like, oh, man, Kate's going to blow up. Yep. I was expecting her to be screaming. <laughs> and, in fact, uh, a buddy of mine, Daniel, he, he texted me. and He's like, day one by, we're going to, and it has. Um, it's already on pre-order. Online, yeah, and it has uh, online function to play with your friends. So he's like, I want to party day one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know about that, but we'll, we'll get there, man. We'll talk about it. So people are already excited for this game, like right off the bat. And it came out of nowhere, um, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, um, I wasn't expecting it. Another, the next game that was worth mentioning was No Man's Sky. Uh, it's coming out this summer. There's no date yet, but it's coming out during the summer. I would, depending on how much they're charging, I would like this game because um, it just looks fascinating. It it had it had problems. But this right. game has been out for like three, four years already now, though. So it's on it's on the Switch. Yeah, so why would you want to downgrade, pretty much? I mean, if I wanted to... If I you've been playing buy... it, if you've had it for the Xbox or the PlayStation all this whole time, why would you seriously, like, downgrade? You already because have my, the other console. My, like, my... I use my Switch for basically everything. I have Persona 5 Strikers on my PlayStation as well. I just use my Switch for most of my gaming. So because it's, you know, going to be available on the Switch, you know, why not? Why not? Um, anyway, it, I, I think it'll be interesting. And, you know, they've done a good job of keeping it updated and, and uh, making it better and better. Um, so that'll be available this summer. So the next game that uh, is worth talking about, the one that Brian just wants to launch into, which by all means is Mario Striker Battle League, um, which is coming out June 10th. So, Brian, tell me your opinion about this game. Okay, all right. So they see this game. It's just another generic Mario sports game, Mario playing golf or tennis or baseball. This time he's playing soccer slash football. But the game looks like it was made in 2012, okay? The graphics are garbage just because you can play online with your switch buddies doesn't mean a thing it's just lame it's just come on whoa let's let's why are we just doing the same thing over and over don't nintendo fans deserve more don't they deserve something fresh and new this is not fresh and new this is the same old stuff you might as well just play mario kart there is literally nothing different with this game than any other 
Mario sports game that is currently out on the market. It is just cut and paste your characters, your very fancy video game characters, the Mario characters we've had. You know, it's just another rerun of Smash Brothers, except on a pitch. Okay, it's just come on. Why why are we doing this? Why can't we? Why can't we just do something? fun and exciting with these Mario characters, okay, or any of the Nintendo characters, you know, when you have all those, when you, when you have the ability to be Bowser, or be Boo, or Koopa Troopa, or Luigi, or Toad, or Princess Peach, or any of the other new princess girls that came out of nowhere, um, <laughs> Mario, wh why are we just playing these silly sports games that we've been playing for 30 years, Let's do, let, there's got to be something new. Something new you can do with these characters where you can, you know, play with friends in a, just a different environment. I don't know. Make it a murder mystery or something with Mario Murder mystery. I, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> That's family friendly. Let's go. <laughs> again, it's just, it's just, these games look like they're just, you know, made in the Wii, Wii U era. They don't look you know spruced up they're they're not cutting edge they're nothing is cutting edge they're they're just you know they're almost board games so i mean that's just nothing gets they don't get me excited okay so i'm going to agree with you that sure they could use some polish however you could say that about other games that are quote-unquote more popular such as the madden games or the or the 2K games, it is literally the same. But we're thing not that talking about but, those. But, 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 we're, we're not. If you're, we're, if let's you're focus say, on Nintendo. No, if, let's focus I've on Nintendo. I've got a point. If you're going to hold up that standard for Nintendo, you have to hold that same standard to those other companies. And it's not a game that's meant to be there for looks. It's not there for looks. I've said it over and over that these Mario games, these these niche titles are there simply for the fun aesthetic. It is there for fun. And if you look at the numbers, they do sell crazy. Like these type of niche games. I'm looking it up right here. Mario Golf Series has sold 8.22 million copies. Mario Tennis has sold 12.3 38 million copies. Mario Baseball has sold 3.37 and the Strikers series has sold 4.20 million copies. These things sell. They they don't require a lot for them to be fun. But when you do add multiplayer, like you can have up to 8 people playing at one time in your house. You can have different clubs. You can be in a club online and play with your buddies, which right now is a huge thing because, you know, people still aren't traveling like they used to. So you can have these cool uh, clubs and play against, uh, you know, other teams. That is a big thing. Also, it looks like it's made by this. I, I noticed the format of um, the screens, like when you want to choose your person and equip them with whatever. It is the exact same format as the developers who made Mario Rabbids. I don't know if that's true, but it looks exactly the same. Which All right, I, talk about some other games. Yeah, right. really but, but, let, let me re one. let me rebut though quick. All right, to your point, 
Listen, the reason that people are playing these games is there are no other games to play. Nintendo has That's no other games. That is absolutely they have, they, not true. They keep recycling the same sports games over and over. There's no because other Mario games to play. Because, no, because them, there's nothing else. There they're they're so stuck. There's no, not. No, Mar- what has What else has Mario done other than sports and other than the regular standard games? The 3D games are the platformers. He's got nothing else. He does Mario nothing Maker, else. Uh, he's got, right. like I just said, he's in Mario Rabbids. They're doing cross-platform, or not cross-platform, they're... They're putting him in different things. Exactly. That's been around for years now, for like 15, 20 years. That's and what have you done got new? Paper Mario? Paper Mario? Yes, what, Paper this, Mario. What, are, what is this? 1996? Paper 2D Mario? There was a Paper Mario game that came out like two years ago. Exactly. Why is Mario? This I, is the three D world. To, I see what Brian's trying it's to say. It's three D time. He's like, we've got some higher, you know, cards that graphics, whatever that can hold more information. Nintendo is just holding back on what they're doing with the Mario series because they're such. He's such a beloved character that they're afraid to ruin him. So they are afraid to put him in anything other than what we are normally given because it's going to be out of the norm. People are going to be skeptical. They're like, oh, no, this isn't our normal Mario, whatever. Okay, but moving aside from that, what else was there? All right, Kirby we're... and the Forgotten Poop. What? Garbage. <laughs> it's another Kirby Kirby game that's this one, dumb. No, no I'm, I'm going to have to disagree with you, Brian. This one is completely different. Okay. This one is open world compared to what they've been doing in the past few years, which is 2D side-scrolling. Okay. So this one's a little more different. I, most people are excited about this one. Also, there's some more mechanics that have been added. So Yes, and it's a sandbox game. Yeah, so I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. It's, okay. it's new. All right. It's exciting. That, okay, that Front Mission up. 1. <laughs> Front Mission... Why? Why not? It actually looked pretty interesting. Put it on a phone then, okay? Because that's literally <laughs> what it is. That's the equivalent of what it is, okay? So what? Uh, why not? Why not, Klonoa? Why not what the heck thing? is that? Is that the new wait, brand wait, wait, of wait, Omicron wait, or back. something? Go, Omicron go. Klonoa? So go back to to first mission. Why not put it on the Switch? You have a lot of you have a lot of cheaper games on the Switch, and so you're promoting. So you're these, a cheap wait, gamer. No, you are promoting That's... smaller games. Okay, so here's what? here's what I've got to say about that. You've got a small game such as that front attack whatever it was called i don't know mm-hmm. which was originally a playstation one game don't put it in a direct that's what i've got to say don't make it don't put it in a direct there are more better things that they could use their time with in a direct than a small game like that yes people, but here's... people will find it in the shop whenever they want to find it they, you can still announce it like in its own video or whatever, you don't need to put it into direct that it's going to be shown to everybody who's excited for something and fill it up with, you know, smaller games that people are not going to care about as much. Okay, but here's the thing. You also need to realize that these companies probably more than likely pay Nintendo for this ad space because that's essentially what it is. And so if Nintendo is like, oh, well, okay, you're paying us, you're paying us money, then sure, we'll put you in our direct. You have to think about that. So if they... Decided, I don't hey, have to I think still, about that. I still Why is Nintendo right. lower, lowering their Standard. their brand they're by still, putting they're a, still a business by 
It's still it's still not a good business model. No, because it, it looks because it like looks something like cheap stuff that they're putting in a direct. It looks like vintage. It doesn't. I don't know a single person who would want to play I that game. I actually had people mention it to me like, "Yo, let's go." As soon as it was mentioned, Come yo, let's on. go. Come on, no. You guys are supposed to be the ones that are supposed to be like, where's the new Donkey Kong game? You guys have been, ever okay, since we well, started this that's show, what we're, that's what we're gonna get into. where is the new uh, Donkey Kong stuff? Do you know how disappointed stuff? I was the fact that Breath of the Wild was not mentioned at all? That and yeah, Bayonetta 3. I was very disappointed, and that's where it left me kind of like, uh, maybe this direct yeah, wasn't but as good not, as it. we're not talking about that. We're talking about what This is! We're talking about your direct that you so love, and how Nintendo is, uh, like, where's all your good, new, fresh, fun, hotness? It's not, not there. It's not right now. It we're is! This is what we're talking about. We're talking about the direct. And how it sucks, and no, every that's single game that's getting released is lame, Whoa. Whoa. lame, Whoa. It's boring. Right, that's not what we're you, talking about. You hush. Okay, what are we talking about? What are... we're talking about? What was mentioned in the direct? Uh, and yeah, how it's lame. We can still mention it is what. Not, though. We can still mention what wasn't even mentioned, and how it that disappoints us. Because I was heavily disappointed when I saw. Uh, the guy, the announcer, I can't remember his name now, it escapes me, but he said, this is our last showing. And I was like, Breath of the Wild, it's going to be it. We're going to finally get a title. We're going to finally get a release date. And then I was met with something, Z Xenoblade Chronicles yeah, we'll just go, 3. We'll just go ahead and jump to that. So Xenoblade Chronicles I was 3. so disappointed I, to see I that. I was not. I absolutely was not. Um, and that's coming from somebody that's played Xeno Chronicles, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and... That game was absolutely frustrating. That's why I'm going record though. We are past our ten minutes. Well, whose fault is that? <laughs> I mean, that gum. Uh, and I still, have, I still haven't even talked about the things that. Wait, I liked you've about this you've game. talked a lot. You've talked a lot. Let somebody else pitch in. You have. You talked a ton. So okay. hold on. Let me say something, dude. Okay, listen. If you had, if Nintendo came on there and they had, they had presented some brand new cool Donkey Kong some new Zelda, some new whatever, other stuff that you guys like that's more popular than Xenoblades, okay? The stuff that the majority of people want right. to see, you know? Xenoblades is probably like 10% of the total output of Nintendo. Nobody else... No, no, hold on a sec, because you've <laughs> have, been talking the whole time. I have one sentence to say. It is one sentence. At the beginning Ta of yeah, this Yeah, and that should be Taiko... Rhythm Festival. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Why are we wasting sentence? time on Taiko Rhythm Festival? Can I say one sentence? Go ahead. At the beginning of this direct, right underneath it said, this is what's happening in the first freaking half of the year. It threw in Xenoblade Chronicles as a here you go for September. Everything else ended in July. July. All of this is coming before then. What do you want? I'm getting I I see Nintendo fans out there starving. Ileana's dying for some decent Zelda news, okay? <laughs> we all Nintendo are. Okay, they're so you guys should be like Nintendo. What the heck are you doing? We are Absolutely gasping not. for fresh air, so, so and yet you're here. giving me 
Ty- well, hold on. One, one thing, one thing. Taiko Rhythm Festival, will, which looks like a game that was on Windows 95, okay? <laughs> but Come not, on. Do you know what it is? Do you know what that is? And the reason it looked like a game with up, flashing lights no, and bongo that's drums. That's not what it is. You literally have a drum in front of you and you play the drum. But you have to also understand, this is a game that appeals to people in Japan. This is not just a North American direct. This is also a this is a worldwide thing. You have people that play and focus these things in Japan. This is a company that is focused and is bred in Japan. So you're going So to they only care thing. about Japanese the Absolutely that. not. No. Well, that's right. That's your argument right there. No, your argument is like we're only going to focus on Japan. No, you are appealing to many types of demographics. Look, I haven't even mentioned the Cuphead DLC or Triangle Strategy. Okay. Nintendo's uh, Nintendo. One more thing. Sports, One more thing. I'm going to move the on. Earthbound and Metroid Dread. We haven't even talked about Mario Kart paid DLC for 48 courses. I mean, you're focusing. That's fine. On the that's that cool. There. That's cool. The DLC is cool. That's fine. Here's my one thing, then I'm going to be done. This is my final point. Okay? If you look at the games that... The popular games that gamers are playing and they want to get their hands on, the new stuff, Taiko Rhythm Festival is not one of them. Okay? Top 10. Not. Klonoa? Not a top 10. Okay? Um, Live Alive? Never even heard of it, okay? It's not a top 10 game. Nobody, a top 10, the majority of people are not looking to spend their money, their hard-earned cash on Klonoa, okay? Okay, get off of your chlamydia, okay? Move on. (laughs) Hey, don't get that. People are going to think I'm, you know, burning or something. (laughs) Uh, You you guys have spoken a lot. Um, I'm going to cut you both off. You're done, both of you. Yeah. Done. You're not allowed to say anything else about the direct. I'm going to throw in my two cents now. Just, and this will be the end of it. I'm on the fence of both of you. I agree. There were some awesome things mentioned in the direct. We've got the Mario Kart stuff. We were, thank you, finally. They're not open under your mouth. <laughs> 48 courses. However, it looked horrible to me. It looked like, I thought, okay, when they first announced it, I was like, Oh, awesome. Mario Kart is getting something. And then I looked at it and it looked like it was meant for the mobile game. And I went, wait, is that the mobile game? And then it said, no, Mario 8 uh, Deluxe. And I was like, why does it look so cheap? So I was disappointed in that front. It looked cheap and I did not like that. It looked like it was for the mobile game. The uh, I was very excited to see that we are getting Nintendo Switch Sports. However... The catalog was not great. It had a few games, and that was it. And it's coming out on my birthday, and I was excited to see that. But still, not a great... They're going to add on to it later on. It's going to be free, whatever, add-ins. You know, they're probably just trying to get the game out as fast as possible. That's lovely. However, still did not seem that appealing right off the bat. Um, Kirby, that looks great. I'm excited for Kirby. We've got Metroid DLC. I thought that was fantastic for the Metroid fans to be getting some hardcore DLC. You've got insta-kill. As soon as you get hit, dead. Game over. Every single thing. I'm like, emotional damage. <laughs> Literally is what that one was. Really? And so, that game's already like yeah. ridiculously hard. <laughs> oh, so, um, yeah, that, that one, I... 
And then they have um, rookie mode. So I thought that was really nice to introduce that to both um, sides of the spectrum. People who were like, Metroid Dread was too easy, bro. <laughs> and then people who were like, I wanted to love the game, but I suck. <laughs> so um, I'm happy for both of those sides of the coin. Uh, Cuphead DLC is also awesome. Um, so we've got a few things that are great. And we had some really things that no one's going to care about. There's going to be a niche community. Those are the nobody people, okay? I've been in those nobody communities. I have been in those nobody communities before, okay? You've heard of Night in the Woods. No one's played Night in the Woods. You hear, like, some people here and there play Night in the Woods. I loved it. It's one of those nobody games, okay? There are few and far in between people who will play this game and enjoy it and love it. But to put it in a direct... That is supposed to be, oh man, we only get these a few times a year, and this is supposed to be where you're throwing all your hard-hitting games, and then the throwing a game that is not so exciting, that is very niche, and, you know, not gonna appeal to the masses, it's kind of a letdown to be put in a direct that we only get a few times a year, and be like, wow, uh, we got a few good things, but a lot of not-so-great things, so it's a little bit of a letdown. So, while I was excited, I was also disappointed. And the one main hitter with that was no Breath of the Wild, absolutely none. We got Splatoon 3, but we've already seen that. I really honestly didn't need any more information on Splatoon 3 because I felt like I had already seen most of it, except for that we're getting the Salmon Run. That's exciting. But where was Breath of the Wild? I was sorely disappointed. No release date, no title. What the heck? Kate, what? For Splatoon 3, the thing to take away is it's coming out this summer. Okay. All right. We're going to drop the direct. That was what we had to say. I feel like we said quite enough. We're all friends here. Vote for me. <laughs> We're all friends here, no matter the heat. I hope you guys felt a little uh, sweat dropping off of your brow <laughs> after listening to that. I was like, um, <coughs> mm. <laughs> so anyways, we're going to jump into the chunk zone. Chunk zone. Okay, and I'll I'll take it away here. Yes. We're going to be talking about um, the franchise known as Jackass um, that started back in MTV back in the year 2000, back when you kids were just little kids. Um, that show aired for three seasons and introduced us to um, a wily group of stuntmen and gross-out dudes party guys and animals uh johnny knoxville ben margeric chris pontius dave england steve-o ryan dunn rest in peace aaron mcginnahy preston lacy and jason Weeman acuna for three years on tv they did a variety of different stunts and gross outs uh oftentimes out in public um yep. <laughs> to surrounding people um they would even go to Japan and just run around in the streets of Japan dressed as pandas, freaking people out. Great. But Japanese <laughs> people are so wonderful and polite, they just ignored them completely. Um, in 2002, Jackass 1 was released. It was a very big film. A few years later, Jackass 2. Um, then Jackass 3D was released. Um, most of those films ended up being budget-wise very small like 10 million dollars and that these films ended up grossing over a hundred million dollars this past weekend jackass forever was finally released with a few of the cast uh with a few more gray hairs and a few um canes and walkers 
yeah, a few <laughs> these guys have taken a toll, definitely. Um I've I saw that and like Johnny Knoxville, the main star of the show, has had over 17 concussions. Oh my gosh. It's brain. more than what like a an average NFL player gets in his career. Um the um uh, other shows were released in conjunction with uh, Jackass, Wild Boys, Viva La Bam. Um, Johnny Knoxville ended up having a big movie career. Uh, he did Bad Grandpa. Um, Eric Andre, who is also associated with those guys, did Bad Trip. Bad Trip is streaming on Netflix. I highly recommend it. It is super laugh out loud funny. Which movie was that one? Was that where he's like going on a a, a trip? <laughs> Like no. around the around <laughs> to like ah oh, what is that one I think I might no it's it. like it's it's with Eric Andre he's uh, like in the South or something and he's gonna drive to like Chicago or New York or something is like that the that one with to... Tiffany Haddish had yes yeah okay so yes. I did watch that one that movie is so funny so and... dumb yeah so dumb. The, the smoothie scene in that one. <laughs> So many gross-out parts, lots and lots of male nudity, if you're in for that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I love Jackass. Um, I was a late newcomer to it. I think Jackass 2 is when I really got into the the franchise and everything and just really enjoyed it um, for the most part. It's just, it's kind of the appeal of just watching people you know, destroy their bodies and, but do also do really cool stunts, but they're having a good time, even though they're just getting lacerated. The best. So I wanted just to laughing along with them, I think. Oh, absolutely. These guys, you know, at, we don't get to see like a lot of the times, like a few hours later when they're struggling, suffering, you know, peeing blood or something, <laughs> which would always freak me out if it happened to me. But, um, you know, they hang in there. And so, yeah, right. When, when, and they they always congratulate each other too. Whenever these guys do a stunt, they're always like, "Yeah, you did it, man. Yeah, nice job." So, um, these guys do good work. So, just to quickly discuss, you know, what you guys your experience with Jackass and three, uh, with Jackass the movies and every, the everything. Uh, how can you guys say that Jackass has managed to stay relevant for the past twenty relevant. years? Relevant relevant <laughs> relevant you said relevant uh i think we as humans like to laugh at ourselves when yes. we screw up and we're all just klutzy people and so watching a group of grown men do it and just like destroy themselves in a act like 15 year old boys yeah and um I've been I've been watching it since I was like in seventh grade, and uh, the other the the boys in my school they would be like, oh yeah, we're gonna go out to here, we're gonna get on dirt bikes and just you know be stupid and do stunts just like on Jackass, oh yeah, uh, and and uh, that was the thing to do, you know, and of course it's like don't try this at home, and of course all the uh, middle school boys are like, hey, let's go try this at home. Um, so I don't know. I think, I think that's how, that's how and why, and you know, people can be like, oh man, that, I bet that hurt, you know, from the comfort of their couch and yeah. just, you know, just laugh. It's hilarious. It is, it is stupid comedy. And they do there outrageous is something, things. So I there mean, is something kind of 
Tom and Jerry a little bit about <laughs> it, you know, yeah. where it's just these crazy shenanigans that they find themselves in and, you know, that normal people would be like laid out. Well, it's always like a, weeks, you, know? you, you sit down and you think, what would happen if, and then they go out and do it and you're like, so that's what happens. <laughs> you don't have to wonder anymore. They did it for you. So I don't know. It's always the, maybe the magic of the show is just having the, what if this happened? Let's find out. And I, I, do, I wanted to ask you guys, since you guys are ladies and everything too, and I, I was thinking about this a lot. So in the, the latest movie, the Jackass crew has always been a bunch of dudes, right? And I think Correct. with these guys, <laughs> yes, with these guys getting a lot older and everything, their bodies can only take so much. So they do have kind of a changing of the guard. There are some new cast members associated doing the stunts, doing the gross-out stuff and everything. And they even actually have a girl do it. There's a woman on the cast now. But she didn't do, like, a lot of the a lot of the more gross-out stunts. It was just a lot of the regular sporty stunts or mm-hmm. stunts with animals, that sort of thing. But I was wondering, why is it so funny for to watch men get abused? But if this same thing happened to a woman, it is not as funny why is that so much maybe it's a psychological thing probably um maybe because men are predispositioned to protect women and women don't like to look at themselves as weak and so when one of them is being abused like that it's like oh that's not quite funny but then you see somebody like um her name escapes me uh from the heat uh a movie like the heat with sandra bullock and uh dang what's her name melissa mccarthy yeah yeah um, if I were to see a lady, like if Melissa McCarthy, we'll just say if she were in this movie, I would like pee myself. If she were like put in a lot of the same like physical situations that they were in, I would, I mean, I don't see any difference. I think maybe you have to already have that character about you, that you're a goofball, that you're okay to get yeah. down and dirty. You're okay to you know, get injured or whatever. Or, so I think you already have with the gross out. Right. Anyway. So I think you already have to have that sort of thing like uh Rebel Wilson in um what is that? Pitch perfect, Pitch perfect. getting yeah. like yeah. thrown up on or whatever. Like that is nasty, okay? But still they did that and it was hilarious. But Or you know, even someone like uh Emma Stone. Yes. Um when when she was in um oh my god, my brain's not working. Um super bad when she was in super bad and uh like she had some things happen to her like someone broke her nose that's hilarious man oh yeah when jonah hill punches her in the face yeah yeah Yeah. so you have to already have that type of character comical character where you're gonna play along with everything that's gonna happen to you right off the bat so then here's my question then so like in a lot of the jackass movies they're very um there's a lot of nut hitting, okay? I yeah. just, I'm just throw it mm-hmm. out like that. There's a lot of penis punching or <laughs> anything like that. You know, a lot of just guys getting hit in the nuts and then falling to the ground in pain and And suffering. I think maybe that's what um, is relatable for men to watch because obviously women know that hurts you guys and men know that really hurts. Like we know the, the feeling of that being kicked or punched or whatever 
that it's uncomfortable. And so you just go, ooh, everybody's going to go, ooh. But a woman, say, like, she's getting punched in the breasts or something, is not going to be nearly (laughs) as funny. It's not going to be nearly as funny. How could that be? Is there ever a point where that would be funny? Like, there's... I have a great example for that. So when I was in college, obviously I lived, I mean, I I lived in an apartment with three other girls. And (laughs) so you, you guys, you know, guys hit each other in the nuts and think it's hilarious. We did something called Johnny Jab. Oh my gosh. We would, we would oh my gosh. This episode is rated R already. (laughs) (laughs) where, Where we would literally like just walk up to somebody our roommate and just like with the back of our hand go wham <laughs> and that's, this is all just, consensual <laughs> yeah it, yeah because like we we did it to each other and we all thought it was hilarious and so does we, that hurt when, it does hurt maybe not as bad as a guy getting oh definitely nuts, not but, as painful as yeah being, but it you know, does it does hurt you're like oh my god like why would so you that? so that's what i'm trying to say is <laughs> A man wouldn't understand that feeling because it's not... I don't, It's not explicitly shown in media of stuff like that. You don't see women attacking other women (laughs) and shiny jabbing them. But you see all the time men doing that so women uh, Yeah, Beethoven. When Beethoven is about to get shot or whatever, and then the little dog comes and bites the scientists on the nuts, and he's just swinging around with the dog... You know, biting his wiener off yeah, and everything. Yes. You know, and it's like when you're a kid, there's like, oh, it's so funny because he's a dude. <laughs> but if a woman were to bite, I mean, it's if a just... dog was to bite a lady in her junk, it wouldn't there's be also as funny. There's nothing fun- there. Right. There's nothing to like latch on latch- to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, truly, or truly. also in the Jackass movies, um, they again they they put these guys through a lot of punishment. There is a scene in the film where they had a spider, a big, nasty, real? hairy spider with fangs. Oh yeah. yeah. It was re- oh yeah. It was real. No. Okay. And yeah. and they no, and the spider, they took the spider and took it up to a guy's no. chest and had him bite his <gasps> nipple. The fangs pierced his oh nipple. Oh my gosh! So no. this is a movie. And listen, the Jackass movies, they're, they have no oh shame no, when I it cannot. comes to male nudity. They have no shame. You see junk galore. You see the guys handling, not in a sexual way, but they're handling their junk and having it punched, slapped, beaten, crushed. Oh my gosh, crushed. there was... You so many ways. nonchalantly but said the spider thing, and I'm still stuck on that. But uh, could you do that with the woman? Could you do that at all? Are we at this um, point in society where we're ready to have a woman's nipple get? I think so. Bit. By a but is that funny? Would that be funny though? I don't know if it'll be funny, but I think. Like I said, you gotta find the right woman. Yeah. Um. Like, okay, Melissa McCarthy. She would do it in a heartbeat. I think. <laughs> but would we laugh at it as an audience in our society? Would we be like, oh, I can't wait it's to see just, this lady? It's just the fact of normalizing it, breast. just like they normalized yeah. men being punched in the balls. It has been in society. But that's... Wait, it's been in society for so long that even oh, a woman so long. without no, knowing, I agree. she doesn't have yeah. one, obviously, so she doesn't know what the pain feels like. But we've seen it time and time again. This equates pain. Being hit there is painful, and we find it hilarious because men find it funny too. <laughs> so everyone, 
equally thinks that's hilarious that he just got kicked or punched or bit, whatever. And for a woman, it has not been normalized yet in media or whatever. So it would eventually need to take that step of, okay, here's a boob. It's out. She's getting bit by a spider. And now we're all laughing. And it just takes that initial thing to get it going. You need the Melissa McCarthy person, whoever that is, but has that already funny level like tiffany haddish even she's got that too i would say she could be just as good on um a show like jackass so that's my it just it just we need to be normalized and say boobs feel pain just like your junk does maybe less but it is still painful to be like punched and you know smacked or whatever (laughs) bit by a spider (laughs) so it just needs normalization if that's ever gonna happen Cool. No, that's good. Um, so I just wanted to take just a little bit here with the time we have left. I know we're pushing for time, but just talk about a few of the favorite memories, stunts, gross-out moments the series has had over the twenty past 20 years, and what do you guys remember the most? One of my favorite ones it was so disgusting i saw this in the theaters and i was start i started gagging yeah um preston was it's always I it was, him i think it was <laughs> preston was in a um a body the plastic suit. bag suit plastic, yes, yes exactly. i knew the well, one i knew it because oh it's so good <laughs> um, what'd they do he, he farted well you oh tell not that one. Oh no what is it the one I there, thought you were, were talking about he, he did two Preston Lake. He was like in cellophane, and he was on a, a like a, a bike, like a Peloton oh, where he bike was or sweating. whatever. And he was sweating, and, and they had like, all the sweat, yeah. you know, and, yeah. just going into like a funnel, and it was just filling up this jar. And then Steve-O takes Drank this jar, <gasps> and you just smell it, and he just drinks the sweat. <laughs> and it's, oh no. man, and it's just instant. Puke-a-rama. That's what happened. Oh, that that made my eyes water. That's disgusting. It was so bad. (laughs) Ew. And and it was like a barf-a-rama because Steve-O thought it was gross. And then I think like the cameraman barfed too. (laughs) That's, yeah. I think that his name is Lance and he's in all the the movies and he's always puking. That's kind of the gag of theirs. He's got Um, a weak stomach. Wrong business to be in, man. The the only other one that um, I wanted to mention, it's probably the greatest one, is when Stevo is in the porta potty, and yeah, it's a they great launch one. Oh, it. He's the human slingshot or whatever. Um, they he's he's only got goggles in, and he's strapped to the seat like a roller coaster ride, and they launch the porta potty into the sky. And all of its contents just goes <gasps> flying. It's oh it's dog poop. It's filled with dog poop. They put like all these buckets of <laughs> yeah. dog and fecal matter it goes, in there. The the fecal matter goes flying really? all over the sky. It goes everywhere, and everybody starts throwing up. It was amazing. Can you imagine the stench of like? <laughs> yeah. He 30 dogs door. is poops. <laughs> he opens, afterwards, he opens the door slowly. Like, he's shaking. He opens the door, and everybody just, like, falls back, man. It was great. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Oh, man. There's a few, that like... That is such my humor, though. Like... It uh, is! I, I, I People... Okay, so I had a few friends over one night, and 
there's a guy on YouTube called the LA Beast, and he does a challenge oh, yeah. where he eats a bag of five five pounds of gummy bears, sugar-free, uh, sugar-free gummy, bears. gummy bears. And if you know sugar-free gummy bears, it opens up your stomach to release yourself. <laughs> and your he soul. ate the entire bag. And the sound afterwards, oh, my friends gosh. were like, Ileana, you find this funny? I was like, this is hilarious. So that type of like gross humor, but it's not me. <laughs> oh, it cracks me up. What was the one you're okay. going to share, Brian? There's there's a f- three really quick ones, uh, and for me, I, to me, Johnny Knoxville, um, he's the main host, the star of the show, and everything. I think he's very underrated. I think he's got incredible charm. He is a complete stuntman in the same vein as Evil Knievel. I think he is just a great star. And um, I, I do look up to him. I mean, he's not a role model and like, yes, you want This is your... what I want to be someday. <laughs> yeah, this is what I want to be someday. I want my daughter to date a guy like Johnny Knoxville. No, he's just <laughs> cool. He's a very cool dude. And he puts his he puts his life on the line, his body for what he does. Three stunts. He they did a stunt one time in Jackass Two, where they rode those the early like the first bike, the first bicycle ever built, yeah. like those ones with the really big wheel, you know. And they're riding on it in like a, a parking lot, and so he just stops crashes the bike and just flips over his face connects with the sidewalk face first i mean and it and you they don't stop they watch it as he's just rolling around in pain and you just feel it like oh my this guy's like cheekbone just got shattered oh my gosh oh my gosh another one really quick they did um like uh you know like at um one of those oh, places wait, they're, called they're, uh, embassies, embassies, like different embassies when there's riots and they did riot gear. So it was Johnny Knoxville, Ryan Dunn, Bam Margera. They did a riot gun test where they had the riot gun shoot off and all these rubber bullets hit them. Yeah. And they were like so scared. <laughs> and they were like, they'd. They were holding like their hands over their nuts as these rubber bullets just went off and they just had these awesome welts, just bruises that would hurt for weeks on end. Oh my gosh. Oh, no, I it. saw one where they're out like in the snow or something, and I think they had just like cut down a tree with two guys up in it and watched it fall. <laughs> so they were like I don't know, slingshots almost just timber and then they fell into the ground from this gigantic tree but after that they had like this slingshot with something in it i think it was chocolate and it was like a high-powered slingshot and he was like hey come here real quick and he slingshotted it like in his face and it was like a high-powered like hard chocolate just launched right in his face and he started to bleed on his lip and i was like oh my gosh and then he goes and tackles the guy he starts running after him it's like, uh, where do they uh, come they up had with a, this stuff? They had an NFL linebacker, Jared Allen, who used to play for the Vikings, come on to the, one of the Jackass 3, and um, they had, uh, they just like, all right, Johnny, just go out there like you're catching a pass, okay? And this is what it looks oh, like yeah, for yeah. real when an NFL player just tackles you. So Johnny Knoxville's like, oh, I'm going to catch the pass. 
Jared Allen just comes and just destroys <laughs> Knoxville, just tackles him, just like destroys the life of this man. And he's just like left for dead. Like, oh my gosh, what a hit. Steve-O once took a, a hook and put it through his cheek to go fishing with sharks. And he was the bait. Uh, Knoxville's idiot. been... <laughs> he's been destroyed by buffalo and and uh, uh, bulls, you know, so many times. Ah, oh, so many good stuff. Uh, Ryan Dunn put a car, a little toy car, up his butt, and it got stuck there. And <laughs> so times. many good times. Uh, so yeah, that's I think that's our jackass assessment. I'm glad you were able to gush about it, and with the movie coming out, I I do want to go see it. Um. Maybe not in theaters. Maybe if it comes out somewhere else, I'll watch it from the comfort of my own home so I don't have to feel embarrassed watching it in the theater. And you know what? I saw it in the theater, and it's there were a lot of women in the theater, and I was so surprised about that. And they That's were good. laughing the whole time. So it was good to be laughing all together as an audience. Yeah, so. I, I'm all for that type of humor. I, I may not look it, but gross-out humor, uh, injury humor, I'm all for it. <laughs> I it cracks me up. It's so funny just watching, because I'm not the one who has to do it. I'm not the one who's in pain. I'm the one who's very safe and d no, don't go do that. But the other people go go for it. So I'm glad you were able to uh, talk about this. And um, if you guys have seen uh, Jackass or the other movies or the new one that just came out in the comments, let us know what you thought down below about it. Um, this was quite an episode, like I always say, but it was, what do you guys, what do you guys think? Hey, Katie, I love you. All right. It's fun to talk video wow! games. Wow. Friendship, siblingship. We're all friends here. Uh, especially you guys. If you subscribe to us, we can all be friends and a family, in fact. So uh, why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. But. That is the end of episode 55 of Bump That. If you guys enjoyed 55. this episode, if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a like, maybe a comment down below of what you thought. What did you think of the direct? Are you upset? Are you excited? Are you meh like I was? Um, let us know your thoughts and uh, leave a like or dislike. I don't know. It's free country, I guess. Um, but. <laughs> Hey, I've said it before. It's a free country. They can do whatever they want. They don't even have to like if they want. But let oh, us know what shoot. you guys think down below. Um, we are signing off. We've got Brian in this corner. Hi, I'm Brian. Welcome to Jack Boy. <laughs> We've got KT in this corner. <gasps> That's all I got. I can't think what of it. What a waste. What was that? <laughs> what was that? She went, uh. Aren't you embarrassed? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. She's not. And I'm Ileana, your host. And thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We will... S oh, uh, what's next week? We've got a guest, We're going to have a... Uh, yes. Is that next week? Yeah, yeah. next week. That We've next got week. Yep. Brian's lovely wife, Joanna, joining us on the episode. So stay tuned for that. And we will see you guys in next week's episode. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.